I don't know if you ever forget the first time somebody wants to give you their hard-earned money for your art. I know I'll never forget it. It was more than 20 years ago, and I can remember it like it was yesterday. My house was on a tour of homes, and if you haven't heard me tell this story, uh, I've told it in previous episodes, but my house was on a tour of homes, and I had just started painting for the first time ever, just a few months before this. But I had several paintings. They were on the floor. I had to clean up. And so I, I hung some of the paintings on my wall. I picked my favorites. Uh, but one of them was a pretty large painting. It was um, it was probably, uh, I want to say like a 36 by 48. It was a pretty large painting. And I hung it above the fireplace in my bedroom. And that day on the tour of homes, uh, there were hundreds of women that came through. But one of them pulled me aside and she said that she loved the painting above the fireplace and asked who the artist was. So of course I was completely shocked, uh, told her it was mine. And she asked if I would consider selling it to her to which I was like, what? (laughs) I had no idea how to sell a piece of art. I had seen art, you know, prices and everything in stores, but I didn't know how to price my own. So I just pulled a number uh, out of the hat. And I just said, uh, yeah, I would sell it. And she said, how much? And I said, uh, $900. And she looked at me and she said, sold. So I will never forget that feeling. It is both exhilarating and it is incredibly scary, but I was absolutely hooked So it was that feeling, that feeling of validation, the feeling of exhilaration that I knew I wanted more of that. And that's when I decided to take this little hobby of mine and turn it into a profession. So that is what we're going to talk about on today's episode. We're going to talk about how to know if it's time for you to sell your art and how to get started doing that. Now, I understand how scary it can be for you to think about selling your art. I'm sure there's all kinds of things that are going through your mind just as they went through mine. And I'm sure you have several questions like, how do I even know if my art is good enough? Or how do I price it if I've never sold my art before? And then where would I even sell it? So we are going to talk about all of those today. So let's start with the question, how do you know if your art is good enough? Well, that's a great question, right? Because what one person likes in art is not what someone else likes. It's it's very, very subjective. So You know, if we go to um, ask our friends or our family if the art is good enough, then you can get various different answers. But usually our friends and our family will, will, will tell us, you know, yes, of course it's good. They don't want to hurt our feelings. So knowing if your art is good enough just by asking your friends and family is not always, you know, the, the most accurate way to go. But it is a great place to start. Now, one thing I wouldn't ask is maybe like your teenagers. 
you know, go to a safe place. Uh, you might ask um, a if you have any friends that do have any sort of art background. You can you can start there for sure and say, you know, I I was just wondering if you could give me some feedback. Don't be afraid to hurt my feelings. Uh, just give me some feedback or some sort of critique and. Um, I find that those people are always, they're very kind and they're very willing to offer support in that. If you are able to get involved in any sort of community organization where there are critiques um, that they offer, then that's another great place to start. But what I want you to hear me saying is that everybody starts somewhere. So even though maybe your art isn't at gallery uh, you know, the level of selling it at a gallery, it's still important to put yourself out there. When I think of some of the art that I sold, you know, 20 years ago, it, it makes me cringe a little bit because, you know, I, there's no way I would put my art out there right now to sell, but here's the thing. People bought it. So, even though maybe I didn't think, well, at the time I thought it was great. I had a, a definitely I had an overinflated idea of how good my art was. <laughs> I think sometimes it's good to be confident in some things, but start somewhere. Okay. Just don't be afraid to start because there will always be somebody who looks at your art and they find, find value in it. And then, um, the other thing about knowing whether your art is good enough, I just want to warn you to be careful about comparison because comparison is great and it's great to look at other people's art for inspiration um, and just because you love art. But in terms of comparing it to our own art, it can very often lead to a lot of self-doubt, you know, by you know, looking at somebody's art and saying, well, mine doesn't look like theirs, right? But the good news is that you you actually don't want your art to look just like somebody else's. You want your art to be your own honest art. That's where that's where the good stuff comes from. And if you think about artists like, um, you know, like Basquiat, when he was painting, if he looked around at the artists of the day, his art looked nothing like anyone else's during that time. And yet that's what made his art so unique. So be careful of the comparison game because you have to trust that the art that is coming through you is the art that, that the world actually needs. And, and I just want to say one other thing about looking at other artists' work, and that is that it is normal to look at other artists' work and to want to, um, I'm going to say emulate. <laughs> I know oftentimes we want to copy other artists' work because we love it so much. But trust me that by copying or emulating other artists' work, that is not getting you one step closer or even one centimeter closer to the work that you're meant to create. So just be really, really careful. And, and again, I always want to encourage you to make honest art, make the art that you were here to create. But in terms of like, how do I know if it's good enough? You just have to start and make that art. Also, I want you to consider that we can't keep looking outside of ourselves 
to other people to validate for ourselves whether our art is good enough. We have to know that for ourselves. We have to to, to um, paint enough so that we are able to draw our own comparisons within our own art. And for me, when I started painting, I didn't, I didn't have, I lived in a small town, first of all. So there weren't, you know, big museums and big galleries and, and things like that for me to go to there. There also was barely any unit internet and there def- definitely was not any YouTube. So it was, it was hard for me to know what, you know, what was considered great art. But if now what I know is that if I'm looking to myself to know if the art is good enough to sell, I always base it on the four things that all great art possesses. And that is, does it have great composition? Does it have really um, interesting and cohesive color? Are the values distinct enough in my art? And number four, is it honest? Is it a very true expression of what it is that I am trying to convey? And um, I wish I I created a course called the Color Course for Rebels based on all of those things, because that's what I wish I had when I was trying to decide if my art was good enough and how I would know it for myself. But those are the four things that you need to look at composition, color cohesiveness, values, and is it honest? Now let's talk about how do you know how to price your art? Well, I like to talk about pricing our art as looking at the industry of real estate. And real estate, when you're going to sell your house or you're going to buy a house, the houses are priced based on comps, right? So they're called real estate comps. So when you're looking at, let's say you're looking at selling your house, you're going to look at other houses that are about the same age of your house. So if your house is 30 years old, um, you can't compare the price of your house to a house that was just built, you know, this year. So you want to compare the same age and the way that equates to us in selling our art is you want to look at you. Let's say you're a new artist, like you've only been painting, let's say a year, maybe two, and you're deciding how to price your art. You want to look at other artists that have been selling their art for, or, you know, painting and selling their art for one or two years. You don't want to look at that artist that's been selling their art for 30 years. You want to keep it in that that same, you know, experience level. And the other thing you want to look at when pricing your art is you want to look at other artists who have similar style. Because if a, a, a collector or a buyer is looking for a particular type of art, they're generally looking for a particular style. So maybe they're looking uh, at abstract art, or maybe they are looking at, at landscapes. But if they are looking, let's say, at a landscape and they have a certain budget, they're going to look at artists whose price is within their budget, right? And so you want to price your art in, in comparison to other artists who are, let's say, doing landscapes and for the same amount of experience that you have. And then you base that, this is the third thing, is you want to base that on a per square inch. So the way that equates, like, say, to a real estate comp is that you can't compare, let's say you're selling your house 
and it's a thousand square feet, you can't base the price of your house based on another house that's say 3000 square feet. So the price of the square footage of the house matters just like the price per square inch. Now, other artists, some artists use a linear inch and it's the same thing, but you want to price per square inch. So you want to price by the size of the painting, not just like if it's, let's say, um, your favorite. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, and then the other thing you want to look at is you want to look at um, this of similar quality. And that's what we're talking about, right? Like, how do you know about the quality of the art? And that goes back to knowing, you know, the the four things that all great art possesses, right? So you want to look at, let me just re, re, um, repeat that on how to price it. You want to look at the, you know, the experience of other artists uh, that have similar experience of yours. You want to look at similar style. You want to look at, um, you know, similar sizes and similar price per square inch. And then you want to look at similar quality. Now, you know, <laughs> here's what we want to say is so often, and I did this for years, so often what we want to do is let's say, a great, you just end up painting this, your favorite piece ever. And so the tendency is to want to price that piece of art higher than your other one. So you, we can't do that. We can't price our art based on our favorites. I know this, I did this, but it doesn't work that way because what is our favorite is not necessarily what someone else's favorite is. And an example of this is I painted a piece about five years ago and I have kind of moved on and um, my style has evolved a good bit. Um, But my social media manager posted one of those old paintings on Instagram. And to my surprise, it was um, almost $6,000. To my surprise, it sold. Now, that is not a piece that would have been my favorite, right? My favorite would have been some of the ones that are I've most recently painted. So you cannot to decide to price your art based on your favorites. You have to price it based on the guidelines that I just gave you. So we have talked about, you know, how to know if it's ready and how to price it. So now let's talk about where. Where do you go to sell your art, especially if you're new? Well, if you're anything like most of the artists that I've talked to, and I've done the same, you know, the one thing we all hear about, about where to sell our art is what? Galleries, right? So that's the, the pinnacle. Everybody wants to get into a gallery. Well, I, I know there are exceptions to this, but they are very few. But most of the time when we are new artists and we have been painting for a short amount of time, we are not generally ready for um, our art to be in galleries. And um, galleries have thousands and thousands of submissions um, by artists all the time. And very often the art is just not ready for that. And if you are a new artist, there are a lot of other places that we can sell our art um, and sell it often other than galleries. So let's talk about those. Um, The first thing I want you to do is I want you to look in your own backyard. So what do I mean by your own backyard? I want you to look at 
who is sitting around your dinner table, uh, who is out in your community, who are your friends, who are your family. Now, before you say, you know, that that you worry about selling to friends or family or you don't want people just to be nice to you or you think that they're just being nice to you, I just want to um, tell you that even 20 years later, since I've been started first selling my art, still, I want to say around 50% of the art that I sell, I sell to people that I know, whether they're acquaintances or they're friends or they're friends of friends. They, I still sell about 50% of the art to people I know. I wouldn't say that I sell it to family because family now expects me to give them art for free. <laughs> That happens. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it probably will. But um, friends and family is a great place to start. And here's why. Number one, they want to support you. Your friends and family, if you're painting and they keep asking about it and are interested, trust me, they want to support you. And if they're wanting to part with their money, uh, in order to have a piece of your art, then they really want to support you. And listen, they don't have to do this. And the other thing is they don't want ugly shit on their wall, right? So as much as they may love you and think what you're doing is awesome, they're not going to part with their money just to have something that they don't really like on their wall. So Remember that it's they're not just trying to be nice, you know. It, they generally love what you're doing, so um, so do that. Sell your art to your friends and family. Uh, and the other thing is to keep in mind with that is if they don't hang your art on their wall, they'll be so busted, right? Because you'll come over and you know they know that they they bought a piece of art from you, and so. Let these people support you, okay? Get over the whole, like, oh, they're just trying to be nice. Let your friends and family support you. Um, and then, you know, you can go out into your community and, and you know, get involved with artist organizations. And, and through that, you can get your art seen, maybe through exhibitions, but you can also get community support. So art organizations in your area, as I said, in your backyard, is another great way uh, to get your art seen. And then we cannot forget social media. Now, there is a caveat to social media in that it's not instantaneous. So when I first started using social media, there was no Instagram, so I was uh, posting my art on Facebook. But it didn't sell the first time I, I put my art on Facebook. I had been you know, talking about painting. I had been talking about, um, you know, what I was doing. I had been showing some behind the scenes things. I had, you know, the community, my, again, friends and family, right, on Facebook. My, those people had seen that this is something that I was doing. And then when I would uh, post a finished painting, I would sell lots of art through Facebook. So um, it is a great way, any kind of social media. Now I'm not so much on Facebook. I'm more on Instagram, but I know people sell on Instagram. They sell on Facebook. They sell TikTok. There's all different ways. So social media is a great way to put yourself out there and start selling your art. But remember, it's not generally instantaneous. So you do want to build up that no like and trust factor with social media. 
Another way to get your art out there is through an email list. Now, with an email list, you don't want to just start sending emails directly to friends and family and acquaintances because um, the, it'll probably get caught in spam. And, you know, because if you spend, send it to several people, it, you can get in a little bit of trouble. So what you want to do is you want to go to an email marketing provider like ActiveCampaign or MailChimp or there's, you'll, you can just go to the Googles and look for email marketing providers and, um, and you'll find lots of options. But um, you don't, just don't shy away from using email to be able to, to sell your art. And if you're like, I don't have anybody to sell. I don't know who I would put on my email list. Well, start with your Christmas card list. Like if you were going to send a Christmas card to somebody, um, those people likely think you're amazing and just love you or, you know, they adore you. So start building your list by your Christmas card list and let people see the art that you are creating. And again, this is not an instantaneous thing, but when after a while, after people get your emails for a while and they see the work that you're doing, they might just get an idea for a spouse's birthday or a child's birthday or a friend's birthday. So an email list is a great, great way to sell your art. All right. Another way is um, through something that is called artwork archive. So a lot of artists ask me, do I need a website to sell my art? And uh, the answer is no. You absolutely do not need a website. If you are using social media, you know, you're, you're out there. If you use email, that's great. But you don't necessarily need a website to start. But I would suggest you using Artwork Archive. And we'll, we'll put the link to Artwork Archive here in the show notes. But Artwork Archive is so cool because it's actually an inventory management system, artworkarchive.com uh, forward slash JK. But um, it, it's an inventory management system, but it's so cool because you add your art, you know, a photo of your art and you put the name and you put the price and you put the size and, you know, you put all of this stuff on it and then it loads into Artwork Archive. And all of those paintings that you have are now available for the world to see. And it's just so much easier than going through all of the trouble of creating a website. Now, eventually, when you have been selling your art for a long time, you do want to get a website for sure. But if you're just getting started, Artwork Archive is a great resource to have and a great way to start selling your art. So I know all of the things that I told you could sound very intimidating, but I am here to remind you, you can do this. You can absolutely do this. Now, if you're waiting to not be scared to do this, you could be waiting, you know, five months, five years, 10 years. You could be waiting a really long time. So just start. Remember, as I said before, just just start. You, everybody starts somewhere. And if you have been called to create, I'm telling you, the world needs what you have to offer. You are the vessel that the art needs to come through. And your art can be just a huge healing, blessing, uh, just an exciting thing for people to have in their lives. What you do matters. So start somewhere. And even if you don't feel like selling your art is 
you know, something that you want to do right now, I bet creating your best art is. And to that, I say to do two things. Number one, if creating your art, making your strongest art ever is just, just something that would light your face on fire, the first thing I want you to do is paint often. You don't have to paint on canvas. I know canvas can get very expensive. You can get journals. You can get paper. Um, you can get, um, you know, butcher paper. It doesn't, but paint often. Paint as much as you can. The other thing I would say is um, consider getting support. I created the color course for Rebels because it is the information that I wish I had when I first got started to make my strongest art and um, just to grow as fast as I could with my art. It talks about composition. It talks about um, color cohesiveness. I teach something in there called the mother color, which everybody that I've taught it to just is like, holy crap, this is like magic. Um, I, it also talks about color values, which are just so, so important. It talks about your, how to use your own energy and it talks about how to get unstuck in your art. So if creating your best art ever is something that you are ready to do and you're excited about doing, the Color Course for Rebels is on sale right now, only for a limited time. And you can go to the link in the show notes to check that out, or you can go to jodyking.com. But whatever you do, keep painting, keep making that honest art because the world needs what only you have to offer. Yeah. 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 Yeah.